The Defense Department has taken another major step toward finally replacing the IT systems that support security clearances across the government. The Pentagon has just awarded $75 million to Perspecta to build a big portion of the National Background Investigation System. That's the same large firm that won $50 million for another piece of NBIS last year. And once again, DOD is using an other transaction agreement, not a traditional contract. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu is here to talk about the latest award. And Jared, first of all, why an OTA for something that would seem to be competitive? Well, the main reason they give is for speed. So this is just a rough estimate, uh, obviously. But but DISA officials told us earlier this week that they think if they had used a traditional FAR-based contract, the entire contracting and down-select process probably would have taken something on the order of two and a half years, whereas using an OTA approach, they managed to get it done for this particular, quote-unquote, prototype in under six months. So assuming that's true, that, it, that, that definitely is a big, uh, a big reduction in time. The second is, on a project like this, they say the thing they, they like about OTAs um, in you know, since they're using an agile development methodology and bringing in a lot of non-traditional contractors using some non-traditional processes, it also lets them communicate back and forth with vendors and potential vendors on an in- informal basis in a way that you would probably run into trouble with if you were if you were using a traditional FAR-based contract and just communicating through formal Q&As and RFIs, et cetera. And we should point out Perspective may not be a household name, but it's not a small company. It's kind of what has transmogrified from the old HP company. Yeah, that's right. HP Enterprise Services uh, uh, is really the legacy of, of this company. The, the name is relatively new, but they have major, major government projects underway already. The biggest and most famous, of course, is they are the incumbent contractor for the Navy's uh, Navy Marine Corps intranet. And also with respect to this rush, I guess you could put it, uh, to get this NBIS system in place, this is what the Pentagon is doing to prepare for the arrival of the baby delivered by the Office of Personnel Management. Yes, that's right. And, and of course, this whole project started really back. And so it's it, 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 they, they do seem like they're in a rush, but it's weird to call it a rush because, remember, DOD got the responsibility for building a new security clearance system right after the OPM breach in 2015. And by 2016, there was already something called the National Background Investigation Service that DISA was charged with building. So this is really the second big contracting piece to building that. As you said, $75 million in this particular OTA, which they are calling a prototype because they're required to call it a prototype <laughs> based on the, the section of federal law that they're leveraging. But the, the big piece of this that they're really building out now is what they call a data broker. And its main function is going to be to try to peer a whole bunch of different IT systems from across the government, bring in all those data feeds into a centralized cloud-based construct where then they can go as new AI technologies and machine learning technologies are developed and matured and, and ready for prime time. They can place those against all the information that's in that that GovCloud construct and hopefully start processing a lot of these security clearances much faster. The, the main idea here is if there's a really simple case and there are no red flags on it and the machines can do most of the work, you, you spend your human resources and your human capital looking at the files that really do have some red flags in there and, and need some expertise to help adjudicate whether someone should be eligible for a clearance or not. Yeah, so this is not just bare metal IT infrastructure that they're getting from Perspecta, but pieces of the system for adjudicating those applications. 
Yeah, that's right. And and the biggest again, I think the biggest piece of this is not only just just doing all the legwork to to bring all those data sources together, but then applying those those new technologies. And that's really what the non-traditional firms as part of this OTA are bringing to the table according to uh, DISA and D DSS. And I've just gotten the names of those by the way. They were not in the original pre press release, but they're Torch Research, Pega Systems, Prime Technical Services, C3 AI and Next Tier Concepts. And two of those companies, I'm not sure which ones, two of those companies have never actually done business with the government ever before for, for any federal agency. So DISA and D DSS would say that's another kind of advantage of the OTA process. These these folks may not have been willing to participate if this was a traditional, more cumbersome, far-based contract. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu, and I noticed, too, that you're reporting that a lot of this will be hosted in the Amazon cloud by DISA, and so that seems to be kind of convenient to be in Amazon, considering Jedi. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting, and, and it'd be interesting to see if that eventually does get folded into Jedi. I would expect that it would if Amazon is the the winner of that contract. We don't know yet. We should know within the next couple months here. But yes, that 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 is that is an interesting coincidence. That 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 is only for unclassified data. We should say we don't know yet exactly what they're going to do with data that needs to be preserved on the high side at the classified level. Which presumably you are dealing with quite a bit of that when you're processing security clearances, especially at the top secret level. Now the transfer of the NBIB to the NBIS over at DOD hasn't happened yet. And what, how will they transition the IT from one to the other? It's not something you can switch off and switch on Monday morning. Yeah, I think they're being a little bit careful about saying too much about the timelines just because they have to call this a prototype. So what, what they would actually need to do is do a follow-on production OTA before they can declare the system really up and running. But what we do know is that the, the, the responsibility for running NBIS is going to transfer to the Defense Security Service, which will uh, presumably have a new name by the time this happens in October. Sometime around fiscal 2021, they're going to really start using the new system in earnest and process or originating a lot of new cases through that system and 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 not put them through the legacy OPM systems that are that are coming over in the meantime. And then by roughly fiscal year 2022, they're hoping to have all of that legacy OPM IT finally shut down for good, at least for the most part. And you mentioned earlier that this acquisition under the OTA from Perspecta is for a system that's prototype. When they go to production, can they still use Perspecta, or what's their strategy for that one? And that's the entire point uh, of the of the production piece of of twenty three seventy one B, the title of the, the section of U.S. code that they're using here. The way Congress set it up is, if you can credibly claim that you did the prototype project competitively, and in, in other words, there were competitive opportunities for other vendors at the prototype stage, then you can award a follow on production OTA without doing any new competition again. So it would be almost certain that Perspecta and this this same group of vendors would get the follow-on work again. and it, it, So, again, we don't know exactly when that would happen. We don't know how large that award would be. We don't know whether they're really doing the bulk of the work under this quote-unquote prototype stage, but um, that's, that's the general idea of how these OTAs are supposed to work. And the government is casting itself as the systems integrator in this case. Yeah, that's right. And and that's that's important to remember because there are two separate, as, as you said in the intro, two separate 
prototype OTAs in play here. The first one that they issued last year, that $49 million award, was for a bunch of case management tools. And then there was this this new one for the, the security architecture and, and, and kind of the data lake. The government is going to be, you know, eventually DSS in this case, is going to be the integrator for you know, not just those two OTAs, but any other components that get brought into NBIS over time. And the thing they're they're really touting here is that structure gives them the ability to do things in a really modular fashion. So the government can decide to add new capability when it needs to using, as they're saying, an agile development methodology, pull things out when they no longer make sense under current security clearance policy and, and adapt the system over time. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank. What if I told you you could get cash back just for being yourself? The U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card lets you customize your rewards to maximize your cash back. Receive up to 5% cash back on the two reward categories that best fit your lifestyle and adjust your cash back selections each quarter as your spending changes. Learn more at usbank.com slash cash plus. Whether you're a movie buff or a gym rat, a foodie or a techie, a homebody or a jet setter, you can earn 5% cash back doing the things you love. Just be yourself and get rewarded. Plus, you'll get 2% cash back on one everyday category like gas stations, EV charging stations, groceries or restaurants. Apply now at usbank.com slash cash plus and discover how you can get a $200 cash back bonus. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. Some restrictions may apply. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now.